0: Well, things haven't quite gone to plan for the White Ferns in the T20 series against Pakistan. Series is already lost as the sides head into the third and final game in Queenstown tomorrow. The match now provides an opportunity for New Zealand to find some momentum and form before the three-match one-day series, which starts on Tuesday. Now, alongside Hannah Rowe, Georgia Plymouth almost pulled the White Ferns out of the mire on Wednesday with a run of ball at 28. She joins the run home now, Georgia Look, great effort, uh, although it, it was, unfortunately, uh, at the end, came up just short. But in, in terms of your own self-confidence, how important were the runs that you were able to score in that game?
1: Yeah, I think always being able to score runs as, as a batter, especially at that level, can give you a bit of confidence. Obviously, uh, the, the loss wasn't what we were expecting, but I think it was good to see that um, our middle order could come together and not just have to heavily rely on that top order um, to score all our runs and we could try and get somewhat close. But I think Hannah batted extremely well and I think having Leah come in there at the end and be able to hit some bombs as well, I think it just shows that the depth is getting there. We just need that full performance to come together.
2: Yeah, you don't want to have to rely on on, your top two, but uh, in T20 cricket and limited overs cricket, a, a decent start and a decent base does make a big difference to being able to play with freedom in the middle.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I think we, as as bad as, especially in the middle order, we know that we could be coming in at any circumstance. We could be coming in with two overs to go, or with with 15 to go. And I think we've got a That's the the role of being a middle order player is being able to adapt to the different situations and try and get your team over the line in that in that sort of sense.
2: Why the slow start? I mean, you did everything right because you made sure that uh, subcontinent side started in the coldest place in New Zealand. <laughs> you just didn't take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, I think um, definitely we haven't gone like what we've wanted to do and we're the first to hold our hands up for that. But I think it is just coming together and being able to be confident in, in our skills. The last couple of days we've had some really good chats about um, – how we want to play and why why we haven't been performing and why we haven't been quite to that mark. But credit to Pakistan. I think they've come over and just played a really good brand of cricket and I think they've beat us in all three facets of the game at, at this point and I think that just shows that we need to we need to bring our best to the next game to get some pride in as well.
2: How is, I hate to say because it's such a cliche, the moon and the camp, but when I, I look at the, the Black Ferns and one thing they did to turn around their form and become the team that, you know we knew they could be was they started having fun are you you know is is it fun at the moment
1: no yeah, definitely like I think after the obviously two losses we've had, and we've had some tough losses in the last twelve months, but I think the way that the groups come back and come back into trainings and the conversations we're having and the fun we're getting around each other and I think that's the great thing about this group is that everyone is so close and we're able to go and have good conversations with anyone. Like I've had some great conversations with Susie and Maddie about sort of stuff, and those spinners are really close as well. But, yeah, I think, I think with the run of form as well, it's always that hard hard decision. Run. You want to be having fun out there, but you've also got a job to do. So I think we're just trying to figure out that, that middle. And I, I definitely think you play your best cricket when you are having the most fun out there. So, yeah, I think that's definitely an aspect to look at for the next four games.
0: You mentioned earlier you were having discussions around why things hadn't gone quite as you'd hoped so far in this series. Aside from the fun element of it, was there anything that you could put your finger on?
1: I think it was just, we've done a lot of, obviously had those chats about what we're wanting to do, but it's the the doing it out on the field. Like, I think the chats are all good and well, but being able to actually go out on the field and do what you, you've talked about in meetings and that sort of thing, I think that's where we've probably gone wrong a bit, Um, but yeah, I think it is just being able to figure out what it is, and are we switched on all the time? Have we trained in the right way to get us ready for that? But I think we've definitely sorted it out now, and we're on a good track at the moment.
2: When it comes to this New Zealand international side, the White Fern side, you know, there is a jump required to, to, let's say, be consistently up with England, up with Australia. I look at the dominance that um, you know, the Wellington side has, do you think maybe the talent, the female talent needs to spread a little bit more evenly amongst the New Zealand women's teams?
1: I think we've definitely, this year I was looking at all the domestic teams and I think this season actually going to be a really good and even season in both Super Smash and HBJ. I think with a bit more movement with the New Zealand Cricket Agreement for women's contracts, I think that's helped a little bit with people being able to move and get more opportunities in other places. But yeah, I think this year definitely, it's not been like the other years where maybe there was two or three so-called better teams. But I think this year, I think everyone has a chance to win at that sort of stuff. And they've all got White Ferns in each place. And I think that's just going to be able to help the training and the thinking behind all the other domestic teams to be sort of what we are talking about here in the White Ferns.
0: We will move uh, and look forward soon, George. I promise. Uh, but just quickly as well, while we're on this, do you feel there's any sense of, of disruptional fragmentation perhaps as well, given the timing of things when you kind of go from White Ferns to having a few fl- few players over in the women's big bash, coming in at various different stages of the series? Does that disrupt things a little bit for you to start the home summer?
1: No, I don't think so. We all knew that they the, the WB was going to happen and we've known for months that if teams got in the finals or all that sort of stuff and people may be unavailable but I think we've all come together a group, as a group and thought that that's the opportunity that they have and I think it's a great opportunity that they've had to play in the, those conditions and play in those teams against quality sides and play under pressure and in finals and I think them coming back would just be a boost to our team but We've all talked about, we, we know we have the depth and, and if we can all come together, we should be playing some good cricket. Obviously it hasn't happened so far, but I still, I still back ourselves to be able to still perform well, um, even with people coming in at different times.
2: Well, I think the next game is a good opportunity when it comes to the playing surface, because if it performs like it did last year, the... Uh, the, the Queenstown cricket pitch is just, it, it's a great pitch with a little bit for everyone.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the 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 biggest difference we've probably had facing um, the Pakistan players is how slow their spin bowling is. And I think they're really smart around their spin bowling and how they're bowling and their different fits to each player and why they, I, they've definitely done some research on that. So I think we've been able to... Um, Get to see how they've been bowling and try and replicate that in training to try and be able to play at our best strengths and see if we can um, overdo them.
0: At this point, does it also become quite important to get a result in in that last T20 just for a bit of a, a confidence booster, a momentum builder?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that'd be great. Going into the ODIs, which we know are very important in this in this sense, as we need those ODI points, but. I also think every time we've all talked about it, every time we pull on the black jersey, it all means something, and we we play with pride. And I think the last two games we've been really upset with how how it's gone. And I think we need a. I think it'll be a great opportunity to be able to all come together and realise what what we're playing for. And um, yeah, and obviously that momentum going into those uh, ODIs.
2: Had a chance to maybe just switch off a little bit. You're in a good spot to do that.
1: Yeah, Queenstown is a, a a great place here, but I think a lot of the girls will be back in training and training hard. So I think that's probably we're focusing a lot on what the the job is at hand. But hopefully, there's a bit a few the days in between the the ODIs and the teacher that we can have a few days off and just be able to reset a bit.
0: Can you get some kind of stamina training in by all standing in line for Fergburger or something?
1: Oh. We went past there at about 8 o'clock this morning and there was already a line out the door, so I don't know about that.
2: Yeah, the time you go to Fergberg is about... Two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, isn't it?
0: <laughs> I don't know, Mark. It's, are you speaking from experience? That's the
2: standard time for most people, yes. Fascinating,
0: fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been there at two thirty or three in the morning, but hey, look, I'll take your word for it. I really will. Um, what, <laughs> aside from a potential we buy to eat there, what sort of things do you guys get up to uh when you're trying to just switch off, like you say, and and have a bit of downtime?
1: Yeah, I think uh different people have different ways is how they like to switch off. Some are more just don't want to do much and just kind of lay around at at the hotel or just do a few little things around and others will have admin things to do or others will want to get out like Susie will want to get out and do some sort of activity. But I think as cricketers probably know a big thing that we like to do is get coffee. So I think that's been probably what we'll spend a lot of money on is going around and getting some coffees and just sitting down and having chats, not necessarily about cricket. So we can kind of switch off on that. But yeah, I think... Coffee's a really big picture and that
2: sort of stuff. Yeah, the problem with, with coffee, is, you, you, and you mention it, you've got to actually talk to your teammates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rigg's having enough trouble talking to me on this show, I think, as it is, let alone, uh, let alone oh. thinking back to talking to his teammates. Are there any of you uh, good with the barista skills?
1: Uh, Maddie Green's actually pretty good at it, and I think a few more of them are starting to get some machines. I'm actually a hardcore like americano drinker, and if oh. I make my own. It, it'll just be a an instant coffee. So I'm not really good with the whole milk and latte art. But I'm I'm not a coffee snob, so I'll just take whatever gets me caffeine. To be fair,
0: I might be judging you a little bit now <laughs> for the for the Coming order from choice. Yeah. Oh, even worse. Yeah, that is highly
2: unsophisticated for that Wellington.
0: Next, you'll be telling me you don't like craft beer either
1: uh yep (laughs) well
0: i tell you what um we recently got one of the machines in our household and my latte art is non-existent so i feel that pain
1: (laughs) we went to all press and got some some tips from them so hopefully the girls are getting a bit better at that
2: the key is the the tamping. you got you gotta it's got to be just right you want to get fl- yeah, and you have got to have the grind. I mean, the grind is is, is crucial. Grind con- combined <laughs> with the tamping, and then you'll get the right texture. Everyone gets so wound up over the frothing, but
0: I mean, we're drinking stressful. coffee,
2: not milk. You what you want? It's about the grind and the tamping.
0: But with the tamping, exactly. But like, yeah. how how do you know you're getting the tamping right though? Because everyone has a different interpretation of how strongly they think they're pressing down on the little thing. So when I was reading the instruction we've gotten off topic here, sorry, but when I was reading the wee instruction book and it said apply kind of 10 to 15 kg of pressure and I was just thinking, well, what's that?
2: It's a little push.
0: I don't, oh, maybe I've gone too hard.
2: Yeah, it's a little push through the covers, not a slog to cow corner. Ah,
0: yeah. But I'm pretty weak, so my slog is probably your little push, to be fair. Georgia, aren't you glad you came on? <laughs>
1: Ah, oh, so glad. I love the coffee chat, so this is
0: pretty much just like being being at the cafe at the moment. Mm. Oh, great. Uh, when you go out there and absolutely smash it in the third T20 then, you can thank us mm. for, uh, you know, giving you some good <laughs> chat in your downtime, helping you switch off and mentally refresh. Oh, I
2: just think when you build and you're building your innings, just think, tamp it, tamp it, <laughs> tamp it through the covers. <laughs> yeah. Don't slog it to cow corner. Yeah.
0: Oh gosh. I feel like that's uh, the story of Mark Richardson's cricket career, isn't it? <laughs> Tampa? I didn't do Tampa? any tamping,
2: I just let it yeah. Yeah, I wasn't putting Benny Pre I wasn't no, I just wasn't tamping, I was just letting it go through to the keeper. <laughs>
0: Right, I think we might have to leave it there. Georgia Plummer. Uh, wife and coffee extraordinaire, as it turns out, joining oh. us on the show. Thank you so much for your time. That was our Maccas feature interview with Delivery, Delivering your Maccas favourites straight to your door.